0: Whatever time of the day it is, you have happened to tune in to the PNA Podcast Express. You can email us at Pablo November Alphanumeric. Totally froze on that. Podcast Express at gmail.com.
1: That's PNA podcast express at gmail.com.
0: We have been getting emails and Send we appreciate more. that. And we, we appreciate you know those of you who are sharing the podcast with your friends, your enemies, and maybe even your in-laws. Yeah. If you uh if you happen to have them.
1: Or if you want to appall uh your parents or grandparents. Yeah. Uh who knows? Set your great grandparents up and that, listen to the podcast.
0: That righteous person that sits in front of you at the Pew at church, you can that's, turn them onto this and it is totally not gonna make their day probably. Not
1: safe for church, but that's okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not totally unsafe. I mean I've heard worse things in churches. Oh,
1: I've seen worse things in churches. Yes. Anyway, he's Adam Philkins. I'm Phil Nickel. This is episode 17294MM20 December.
0: And you know what? I'm really kicking myself that the N in our email, uh-huh. Express at gmail.com, wasn't Noel because this is, we're right before Christmas. Oh. And I totally missed that boat. I, I apologize to everyone. You'll have involved. more
1: opportunities this podcast.
0: Fantastic. Yes. Yes. I'm going to use both Noel, N-O-E-L, and N-O-E-L-L-E. Oh, geez, getting technical there. Yeah. Is that the uh, British spelling of it? Probably, but what I want to know is I want to know if the people at home know the difference when I use it. Let's see. Yeah. So just email to tell us. Yeah, email us and and let us know. (laughs) So on that subject of people emailing us... And for those
1: who don't know, this is a podcast about nothing.
0: Yes, Uh, although we are going to give it some... Substantial substance here oh, right now, no. and that substantial substance is the gelatinous canned meat that everybody loves, Spam. So someone emailed me, and we've talked about Spam. I believe it was episode
1: one. It, even. it might
0: have even been episode one. We we touched on it. We did. But somebody somebody uh, sent me a message, and uh, via the wonderful world of Facebook, and they they wondered if our R and D department could do some research, which isn't going to happen because we don't do research or any planning whatsoever. But our, our research
1: is usually us getting all boozed up and seeing how things go.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, they wondered, could our research department find out what exactly was in spam? Now this is a person who is a fan of spam. They they So they are pro spam. They are pro spam. By the way,
1: pro tip here, if you email us an email, do not put the word spam in the title. No, of they the email. shouldn't go
0: in the subject. Yeah. Luckily this was over Facebook, so all okay. Facebook did was, you know, tell me about election results.
1: Because <laughs> I get so excited when I see spam in the subject line of an email, and then I realize they're speaking about just email that's junk rather than yeah. the actual canned gelatinous uh, accompanied meat.
0: Yes. So, as far as the actual ingredients to spam, uh-huh. nobody really knows. But we do know that the moniker "spam" stands for scientifically produced artificial meat. <laughs> so, is is that right? I believe that is correct. I, I I'm pretty sure that that is a accurate. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. So that, that's, my, that's my assumption on it, and uh, I believe that to be true. But I thought it was just
1: mashing two words together like it was spicy ham, so they said it's Spam.
0: Or like spork, yeah. spoon and fork. Maybe it's, the, maybe it's spoon and ham. So now I need
1: to get a can of Spam, and we need to look at the ingredients. I, you I, know, I think I have a can of Spam in my pantry at home because... There's Not on the
0: dash of your car, getting warmed up or anything.
1: Oh, no, but that's a good uh, that's a good idea for it. It is. You actually could warm up spam very easily using your defroster, especially this time of year. Yeah. Where we're at, we're at an undisclosed location, but we are in Michigan. We can tell you that we are recording at our normal recording place. Every episode of the PNA Podcast Express has been recorded in the same place, sitting in pretty much the same location, and uh, uh, with the same beverage of choice for the most part.
0: Yes, if if we can ever get sponsored by. Uh, Buy our beverage of choice. That would be fantastic.
1: Yeah. So email us if you are a beverage distributor out there and let us know. And, of course, Spam, if you want to send us these things, we'll do um, all the research with Spam you'd like. Um, we can make uh, dishes with this. Um,
0: so uh, you're a fan of Spam, right? I am.
1: I'm a huge fan I, of Spam. Me too. Green bean casserole, no. Spam, yes. Oh, you
0: just had the wrong green bean casserole. I don't we, think we will this is fair. correct
1: I don't think this is fair. Another listener messaged me. By the way, since we're on this subject, and said, here's a great drinking game, every time you guys mention episode two, you have to eat green bean casserole.
0: (laughs) Well, A, not a drinking game, so you're disqualified right off the bat. Oh, and chug a beer. Oh, okay. Well, that, yeah. I don't know if green bean casserole and beer go well together, but...
1: I'm going to say green bean casserole. Well, you know my opinion. I don't think freaking... Green meat casserole goes with anything.
0: Yeah, well, you know.
1: You know what it goes with? It goes with tears, confusion, and a lot of sadness. I, I'm very, you
0: know, the crispy onions on top.
1: That, that's the best part. That's the only part no, I would eat.
0: It sounds Everything like yours, else is absolute trash. It sounds like yours is runny. Like I and said. mine, mine have never made it where it's runny.
1: This is one of those rare dishes where the parts are, like the some of the parts are, are much less than the whole, or greater than the whole. That's less than the whole. That's the... So, I'm confusing my greater than and less than signs right now. My grandmother, the second grade teacher, is rolling in her grave right now. Because she spent hours upon hours going over this with me. And like the little dumbass I was, I couldn't ever grasp the concept.
0: Well, the little alligator That's what she said. It was
1: the alligator wants more cookies. But what the fuck does an alligator eat cookies for? I'm sure they would. I mean, uh, they're... There's another thing we need to do. Not only figure out what is in spam, but we need to figure out if alligators actually do eat cookies.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm sure they do. If you were okay. holding a cookie and offered it to the alligator <laughs> and they took your arm off up to the elbow, they eat technically, the cookie too, technically. Technically they would have been eating a cookie. So But you know, back to spam.
1: Okay, go ahead. What what is Sorry. Your,
0: what is your favorite spam? Concoction. Oh,
1: easy. You slice it about mm, probably about a quarter inch thick mm-hmm. and then just fry it up in a frying pan, throw some cheese on top of it, and throw it on your roll of choice. I don't care whether it's a hot dog bun, a hamburger bun, whether it's some Wonder Bread. You know, wheat bread might be a little bit too classy for this affair and especially not pumpernickel, but uh, I would say rye bread, ugh, not so much.
0: No, but uh, I, I like some rye, a light rye. I don't want hunks of seed in it. If I want to eat gravel, I'll go dig something right. up out of the driveway.
1: Basically, any bread you'd find on a standard countertop in a trailer park would probably go well with spam.
0: I concur with that. Now, my favorite spam concoction okay, go is on. is to get spam. Okay. You cut it probably a third of an inch to a half inch thick, so okay. you thicken it up a little bit. Right. You fry it well. Okay. Not burnt, but you brown it well on both sides. You take two slices of it on bread. Okay. You cut yourself a nice piece of Velveeta. Ooh. And you put that on top, and then you grill it like your grilled cheese. So what we should be asking ourselves is
1: what also is in Velveeta? Because it just says cheese product. It doesn't actually say it's cheese.
0: Right. Or, yeah. So, but I think that the two mysteries go well together. Yeah. It's like Bigfoot riding a Loch Ness Monster.
1: Yeah. I mean... Scooby-Doo is going to be in the parking lot banging on your door wondering what the shit's going on at this point.
0: Yeah, we heard there's a mystery, and you're like, no, it's just Spam sandwiches, and then Scooby all... And
1: would eat one with you, of course.
0: Him and Shaggy would... uh,
1: Smoke a big old blunt. and Go make
0: your garage smell funny and then come in and have some (laughs) Spam with you.
1: What's that? That's a left-handed cigarette, my friend. Uh, I think so. Another way that Spam isn't... That I like it, too, is if you have the old George Foreman grill, which... Kudos to George Foreman yeah, mean, I mean, for selling such trash. But people love those things. Do you have a grill? No, but I have a George Foreman grill. That's not the question I asked you. Right. I and had people tell me that before. Do you have a grill? No, but I have a George Foreman grill. And I'm like, do you think these are the same thing? But anyway, spam on a George Foreman grill, not bad at all either.
0: No, not at all. There's, in his defense, there's a lot of things that are good on a George Foreman.
1: It is true.
0: You know, you, if you got to cook up hot dogs quick and you don't want to just boil them, because I hate boiled hot dogs. Boiled hot dogs are, that is sadness,
1: too, kind they're of, the, when I think about they're it.
0: They're the Vienna sausage of hot dogs, if you eat them that way, because they right. just sit in water, too. Yeah. So, I, I'm not a fan of that. But if you want to, if, if you're in a pinch, it's winter out, you don't want to fire up the grill for a few hot dogs, the you George throw them on there, grill does it is just fantastic. Yeah. Or even like the cheap Johnsonville pre cooked brats that you get that are more like a sausage that you throw on there. You know, if, if you're if you're lowered to eating such things, the George Foreman is a solid choice for that.
1: So basically it's almost like two wrongs make a right there because you've got you've got something that's rather like, well, iffy to begin with, meat substance wise. And you've got a grilling technique that technically isn't a grilling technique. It's more like two irons that close upon each other for well, clothes.
0: Let's face it, if you're, if you have hot dogs that you want to gr- or do something with indoors, you're kind of phoning in dinner anyways. You're, you're the guy who puts out one strand of lights, Christmas lights, of meal prep at that point. Yeah. You know, and you're probably not going to get out relish. You're just going to have ketchup and some plain old yellow mustard, not even fancy Dijon mustard, but you're going to get out the bare minimum, Right. your paper plate in it. If you're lucky, you stopped and bought some pre-made you know, Bons. Walmart. No, some pre-made Walmart, like potato salad. Okay. And Go on. This sounds
1: like a great meal to me.
0: Well, yeah. I'm, I'm not dissing it. I'm okay. just saying this is... What about a
1: can of baked beans? Bushes just open up the top and... Oh, yeah. Just yeah. don't even heat it up. Just no.
0: And no. make sure you dig to the bottom so you actually get some beans and not whatever the slurry is they put them in.
1: Or you find that one mythical peat chunk of bacon in there, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That should be in every can, but maybe isn't.
1: And doesn't really seem like bacon when you're chewing it either. Yeah,
0: I think it's airbrush Spam.
1: Could be. That could very sliced well be. Airbrush spam. So what else? Go on with this meal even more. So we've got the beans, the pre-made uh, potato or macaroni salad you picked up from the deli counter. Right,
0: probably Amish, even though it was not made so now, by Amish.
1: So <clears throat> now I'm saying here for buns for this concoction. Are you using actual hot dog buns or are you using uh, like Wonder Bread or White Bread? And just full sunbeam like folding it in half.
0: Well, if I went to the trouble of going to the deli and getting the uh, pre-made right. potato salad, macaroni salad, and getting opening a can of Bush's baked beans, I'm getting real buns. Okay. And I'm But I'm going with the ones that like they cut too much. So yeah. They, they just like open one, up totally.
1: Or or one side is like eighty percent of the bun, and the other yeah. side's like a thin little margin of bread.
0: And and by the time you put your hot dog. That's the good free side. Yeah, by the time you put your hot dog in there, it, it just it's gonna bust through the bottom, and you're basically might as well have went with a. And then you do that weird le-
1: you do that weird lever thing where you pick it up and you squeeze it at the wrong fulcrum, and yeah. it spits the hot dog out the bottom. Yeah, oh.
0: uh, yeah. It, there's there's a lot of really bad scenarios there, but that's the caliber bun I'm going with because okay. I'm not I've put too much effort into just cash it in with bread.
1: You know, I'm gonna be all alone for Christmas. Maybe this is the meal I shall make.
0: You know, it's it's the gift that will keep on giving.
1: Because I'm really, you know, I might as well be, I'm already depressed about it. I might as well just make myself even more depressed.
0: That is kind of a Depression-era food. Yeah. Huh. Now, if if you heated the can of baked beans up on like an open fire using a two sticks to hold the can. Yeah. You know, maybe really go hobo it. Right. You know. Just blow
1: the whole thing. Why don't I just eat outside too? To just add to. Well, the Well, that's what I was
0: thinking. You, yeah, I think you should. You know, there's some train tracks near you. Very close, as a you matter of fact. You could you could actually go find a barrel. Okay. Start your fire in it. You know, throw some belongings in it on a stick with a handkerchief, and I say you just you know go down the tracks a little ways, find a barrel, and have at it.
1: What would be your three items in the kerchief that you put on the pole?
0: Um. Obviously, a can of bushes, baked beans. Right, that's one. Um, I this time of year, I'd be, I'd feel safe putting the potato salad in there.
1: Okay, yeah, because that's the beautiful thing. Like right now, the world's a refrigerator. Right now, if you live here in Michigan,
0: yeah, and that's what a lot of people get excited about. They can put their leftover shit just right outside, right outside on the deck, and hope that some animal doesn't get into it. Yeah, so. Let's just count food as one item.
1: Okay, yeah, that's what I want to do. Because I, I would, I would, I'm more interested in the other items you, that you would value in this scenario. Yeah,
0: probably like some sort of lead utensils. Okay. Because at that point, why not? Right. You know, And then maybe a, uh, maybe like one of those battery-powered speakers so that I'd have some tunes out there wow. when I was listening so, to it.
1: So see, I went another direction for my entertainment. Because if I'm going through all the trouble to make myself hobo-ish... It's because I want to escape all the din of everything that goes on in the world out there. So I would think I was thinking like maybe a book of crossword puzzles and maybe like a Rubik's cube or something.
0: Mm, I mean, that's a good choice too. So
1: you can sit there alone with your thoughts, which I do a lot, and uh, that doesn't work very well for Phil.
0: No, I I can see that. I, I I tend also to uh, being alone in my own head. All right. It's, I want to actually dangerous place. I, I want
1: to amend this. I wanna I wanna replace the Rubik's Cube with firecrackers.
0: Hmm. Now firecrackers firecrackers made into like an article of clothing they could wear like a hat, or just plain old firecrackers.
1: No, like firecrackers like like the the you know black cat. Yeah, the type that you light up and go boom. Because that's entertainment for me. I now, mean I'm the type that I could I could light off firecrackers for like a half an hour. And just be as happy as, you know, a a, a baby sucking on a tit. You know, I'm good. I'm pacified. Very pacified with that.
0: So I think every hobo, we've determined every hobo pack needs to have spam in it. Yes. And and maybe bushes, baked beans. Yeah. Potato salad when it's cold.
1: When it's cold. If it's cold. In the summer, in the summer, the hobo pack with the potato salad does not work.
0: No, that does not bode well. Because if you don't find, if you're out and you don't find a barrel to cook over, what do you do? Yeah, you know, I mean, you're going to have spoiled potato salad, cold baked beans, and cold and you're spam, eat, and
1: you're eating the gelatinous part of the spam, essentially. Right.
0: Yeah, you you have to kind of lick off whatever that is they put on. What what is that?
1: <sighs> that's um, that's well, we need to actually get a can of spam and see what they claim, what I, they claim the ingredients are. Of course, now with food labeling rules and everything, they have to be pretty upfront about what is in. I what don't think
0: it? they. I don't think they spell out. I'm going to save us a little time because.
1: Are you going to use the power of them internets? Yeah. Oh wow.
0: And uh, I, our R and D department is in full swing. Really
1: up in the production values around here.
0: So I don't think, and I'm correct. I don't think that they actually list out like what's in the meat and what's in the slime separately.
1: Does it just say like mechanically separated or some shit like that? Yes. Wow. Spam. That's scary.
0: Now, here, here is a technical it's definition. It's kind of like when McDonald's
1: came out and said, our hamburgers are now 100% beef. Yeah. And you're like, um, okay,
0: go ahead. So here, here's a technical definition goes beyond just the ingredients that you don't understand most of. But Spam is a canned cooked meat product made from ground pork and processed ham. The meat mixture is combined with preservatives and flavoring agents such as sugar, salt, potato starch, and sodium nitrate, then canned... Close in a vacuum-sealed container. That's it. That's it. That's
1: well. How the fuck does the gelatinous shit form then?
0: I'm guessing it is a, it is a byproduct of whatever it is. The sodium nitrate and the salt, maybe. Pro, I'm thinking that it's a salt slime. Yeah. You know, I mean, that just makes sense to me.
1: Because, like, if I had to classify all the Jello flavors, like the gelatinous shit from Spam is probably dead last.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, but well you I don't, don't see know. that you don't see that in the aisle. Bill Cosby was <laughs> a hockey that. He
1: said, try the the spam pudding snacks.
0: <laughs> it's the new pudding pop. It's spam. <laughs> spam flavored pudding pops. Hmm. I just won the award for worst Bill Cosby ever. I don't know. Yeah, it, was more, I, it was more of a old man. I don't know what it was. It was Not that he isn't an old man, but
1: <laughs> I wonder what Bill Cosby's up to these days.
0: <laughs> um <laughs>
1: That could be a segment in and of itself. Yeah. I wonder what Bill Cosby's up to these days. It's a whole
0: different Puddin' Pop.
1: Remember when he was classified as one of the most wholesome
0: people on the face of the earth? Oh, yeah. Said, woke up and said, hi to Camille. He was, you know, (laughs) father of the year. Dr. Huxtable. Dr. Huxtable.
1: Wearing all those goofy-ass sweaters back in the day. Those, I'm pretty sure
0: those are still made by cross colors. And the best part about it is,
1: in the show, he was a gynecologist. Yeah. So it all comes together.
0: <laughs> it does, full circle. <laughs> Life imitates art. Life does imitate art. <laughs> which is,
1: we are both an imitation and not art here at the PNA Express no. podcast.
0: No, we're, we're barely, barely an imitation. Podcast Express, I yes. need to get it right.
1: Yeah, we're barely an imitation. We're an imitation of an imitation. We are basically, if I had to describe our podcast now, we are the gelatinous... Film that forms amongst other podcasts.
0: We we are like the our our podcasts are like a love child, <laughs> totally unplanned. Yeah, yeah, It's always a surprise to us what ends up being, but we're always happy with the result. It's even, it's
1: even a surprise to us. <laughs> We've talked so far about trailer park meals and hobo meals tonight. Yeah, and Merry spin. Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas <laughs> for all those out there. <laughs> Merry Christmas.
0: As, as you uh, as you prepare. To eat your holiday meals and everything, consider a hobo meal. <laughs> and think of us when you consume it. I might be doing that the day after Christmas just because, you know. <sighs> that might be my entire weekend. Just I'm, hobo meals? I'm on call. I'm probably going to have to eat in my car at work. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you might as well pack your kerchief right now with right. The, on a stick. Why is it on a stick?
0: Well, they can't afford like a nice
1: rod. Right,
0: (laughs) you know, I mean, but
1: you think about, I mean, if you think about uh, the moment that it creates by having the weight at the end of that stick, it's actually more effort, I think, to balance that thing. It costs more because somebody's like, oh, so it's easier to carry, and I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. If this thing's out there, cantilevered out, say three feet, you're actually exerting more force because of the fulcrum of your shoulder. Sorry to get scientific here. Well, no,
0: I mean you're you're right, but I have a feeling that the stick serves a protection purpose. Is that for beating away
1: rabid dogs? Well,
0: yeah, and and rabid hobos. Yeah. Um, Because
1: I know you got some spam in there. Yeah, you got
0: got that that time of year. You got potato salad in there.
1: (laughs) I know, because in the summertime, that did not bode well for either of us. My
0: My hands is cold because I ain't got no gloves. You got spam in there and some potato salad. No, you know, I have a feeling that the bigger stick you carry, it sends a message okay. to the other hobos. So that's actually like if that's you
1: th- how hobos. That's the hierarchy of hobos.
0: Yeah, if you think about it, if you're carrying like a three foot stick, yeah. and you've got your spam and your potato salad and your baked beans in there, there's a certain amount of weight you're exerting, you know, effort you're exerting. But if you got a ten foot stick, like that, that 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 ma- is a bad that MF ass is strong hobo. right there. Yeah, that is a bad ass hobo.
1: So so it's kind of like it's um. Yeah, it's – I like it. I like this class. That is how you know a hobo's badass. If he's got like a two-and-a-half, three-foot stick, you're like, oh, man, he ain't yeah. shit.
0: That's a new hobo.
1: Man, I could take this guy.
0: That guy's new no money.
1: Yeah, that's right. He's new <laughs> no money. He's new to the hobo game.
0: Yeah, he, he's, he's got some things to learn.
1: Why do the hobos always cut the fingers out of their gloves too? You know – we did that back in high school as a fashion statement, but you know the '90s were weird times, man. I'm they kind of were. straight up gonna tell you. Yeah. But every time you see a hobo, and I understand that they end up having holes in the fingers anyway, but they just go ahead and cut them right off. Like, yeah. Why once not? you want, even if you have an extra, say, 40 to 70 percent protection of your fingers, it, but is it because maybe they do more hobo things, so they need the dexterity?
0: Well, holding that stick, you don't want to slip out of your hands. Right. You know, so, so you maybe want it has something to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I'm. And maybe they just like to snap their fingers like that.
1: Maybe we're onto something here. Because we always call them hobo gloves.
0: If you're a hobo and you're listening, <laughs> please email us. send us an email.
1: <laughs> and if you're Amish and listening, send us an email too.
0: Yeah. And uh, listening by candlelight on your iPhone. <laughs> So that's, I, I have a whole story about that sometime, too. What, the Amish? Yes.
1: Oh, I have several stories about the Amish. But As a matter of fact, I've purposely delayed, kind of like uh, delayed gratification about my Amish stories, believe it or not, because I'm like, you know what, these are, these are great stories that will be for the doldrums of like the, when we get into the February swoon of, of all of us being depressed because it's wintertime.
0: So, I do have to segue into our, our, another segment Holy here.
1: Holy shit, we have another segment
0: if you can call them segments.
1: Surprise, you're welcome. Hey, and I've had enough of people fucking telling me that our shows are too long. You know what? We're bringing this to you for free. If you don't, and there's a pause button on the player. I know that for a fact.
0: There is. There is. I've seen it. I've used it.
1: And you know what? Here's another thing. I'm, t- I'm going to go. This is the rant stage don't before we go to our second stage. Preach it. I'm tired of people saying they didn't know we have a podcast when I know these people or it's on social media and they, they see it. We have a goddamn podcast. I'm tired of women that stay home, or men, that are part of these pyramid schemes trying to sell us shit to get more recognition than us putting out an actual quality product, not trying to hoodwink you into selling it to yourself as well as other people. God it, why can't we create a fucking pyramid? It's free. It's on a free note, damn
0: pyramid. On that note, share this with your friends. <laughs> Share it with your relatives. And you
1: know what? If you don't like it and you don't like me, then fuck you and share it with your share it with your enemies, like I always say. Exactly. Anyway, and but still, I'm a little disheartened when people are always trying to sell me shit on social media, and they get more attention than we do for an actual something that doesn't cost you anything, but you know what? Not even your time. Do us a favor. Turn it on and walk away if you don't like
0: it. Yeah, just... You don't even have to listen. Let it play well,
1: for your cat. Let it play for your parakeet. Let it play for yeah. I mean, your baby in the crib. They could learn something. I mean it's looking, an educational podcast.
0: Looking at the demographics of our listeners, yes. They already they have the attention span. They're already not listening. Yeah, so we kinda fucked ourselves there, didn't we? They're 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 doing something else by now and, and they just let this run. And when their phone rings or something and somebody calls them or they get a text, they'll turn it I, off. I
1: bet you if you could classify our lo- our fan base we probably have the lowest attention spans of almost any other fan base. Because I know it, because I do too. I can barely keep, like, you know me, I can hardly stay focused for more than about five to seven minutes at a time.
0: That is true, which is... Part of the beauty of our podcast is it doesn't get boring because our subjects switch so much, it's like a whole different podcast. It is at this point. I mean, it's we mystery weather.
1: If you don't like it, wait 15 minutes, it'll change.
0: Exactly. We started out talking about spam, then we became hobos, and we're trying to figure out why the gloves don't have fingers. So,
1: and now I'm on a rant, and I apologize. I'm just, I, you know, I believe in the product that we're selling. Adam's a smart guy, at least do it for him. You don't have to do it for me, I understand, I understand, but do it for Adam at least because Adam you works know, really hard. He, by the way, Adam is also the producer of this. So,
0: Yeah, give me more blame. There um, you go.
1: <laughs> we'll say executive producer.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm throwing that on the resume. <laughs>
1: As well you should.
0: You know, the, uh, the, the biggest thing, this is fun to do, and in all seriousness, it, it's...
1: Oh, I enjoy this immensely. It's,
0: it's fantastic that we get anybody to listen to it at all.
1: So thank you. I want to say yes. That's another point. Thank you for rounding me... It, See, Adam keeps me in shape here. Thank you to all our listeners. And if you're listening right now, thank you. But please, seriously.
0: Yeah, I mean, to hell with everybody else.
1: Yeah, d- don't share it. I mean, keep it close to the vest.
0: I'm pretty sure when, when Judgment Day comes and people go to the pearly gates, the first thing asked is going to be, why didn't you listen to episode two of uh, the P&A Podcast Express?
1: And furthermore, why didn't you share it with more people?
0: Yeah. I really think this is like a Bill and Ted type right. thing. You know, this... These podcasts could save the world.
1: Well, I think they already have in a way, and I think they're working toward it. I mean, if you can email us if we haven't made, if you listen to our podcast and we haven't made your life marginally better in some small way, email us and let us know if we made it worse, and we'll work on that. Chances are you'll be the subject of a future podcast. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of which, I, I have a, uh, I started to segue into this earlier. You did, and but I- you, you had a fantastic rant. Thank you. That we had to it had to be aired. I
1: am king of the rants, by the way, and you know this. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> Which is a, a fantastic thing to share that with our listeners. Um <laughs> otherwise how would it get shared? Yeah. Well. You could have rants at home eating canned beans you know and nobody's who's gonna know. You know it.
1: who's tired of my rants? My cat.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now do you at least give the rants in multiple languages since your cat is bilingual?
1: Usually uh, in Espanol and also English, too. Okay. And I even try to meow the rants, but then she usually runs away when I get to that point because she said, my tone is all wrong. I don't have the dialect down that she speaks. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, she's probably regional. and So basically, she's
1: more French, and I'm more German when it comes to cat dialect. No I, matter how I say it, it's going to
0: sound angry to her, even though it's not. Right. I, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, my, my cats are similar. So... To lead us into our only reoccurring segment, <laughs> my friend is a dick, my, and here's why. My, 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 friend, my friend is, is a dick, and
1: here's why. You say um, dink. My friend is a dick, and here's why. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: So I uh, I made a phone call <laughs> on my way here. Okay. And several minutes later, I get a call back from the person. Um, our, our mutual friend, Travis. Oh, of course. Turbo. He, he, uh, he calls me back, and he's like, you son of a bitch, you left me a voicemail. <laughs> and, you know, I forget sometimes that, because I rarely leave a voicemail, and I curse people when they leave my, me one, but I've never <sighs> or called Or when they somebody. call
1: you, well, unless they're, obviously, if they're, yeah, text if you can, but obviously if you're driving or something, then right. call if it's easy. I,
0: Safety first, Yes, you know. So it, he called me out on, on leaving him a voicemail, and I I thought about it. The worst part is I'm calling him out for being a dick because I kind of really felt like a dick doing it. So... <laughs> So, really, so there were double dick
1: initiative. I was going
0: to say, this is a double dick, and my friend is a dick. All right. Because. So,
1: you were both he, were dicks. Yeah. He
0: called me out on it, and I did it. I, and, you know, I thought about it, and I'm like. And my message to him was, hey, if you don't get back to me right away, don't call because I'll be doing the podcast and I won't be able to answer. Blah, 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 blah. Right. And so I felt that it was warranted, but really, yeah, why the hell did I do that? I don't. I'm. I'm ashamed. So I'm what ashamed. part
1: made him a dick again? Did he call he you? He called me out on it. Oh, yeah.
0: Why, you, you, di- you son of a bitch, you left me a voicemail. I'm like, what a damn dick Damn it, he's right, but what a what dick a, move. What a dick
1: move. So, Not, so not you, a, hey, I was so, happy to hear so from you. So the dick move here was, one, one, exhibit A, you left him a voicemail. And exhibit B is, he's a dick because he called you out
0: on it. Right, he could have been like, hey... I appreciate you thinking about you me know, and giving me I'm a just ring.
1: Happy to hear your voice. It's not right. like it's, it's not like it's what I hear in my head because I listen to the podcast. But it's right. okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was going to talk to him as as real me and not podcast me. Yeah, because but now I'm talking to him as podcast me.
1: You know, if you talk to either one of us, Adam or I, in real life, this is not our real voices.
0: No, no, no. No, these I, are our podcast
1: voices. Yeah,
0: D- heavily digitally altered it's the best we could do
1: it's the auto tune of podcast essentially is what we try to do because no one wants to hear our real voices because i mean adam's is just way too sexy and mine's way too annoying so we compromised
0: i've I've got the i got to raise the octaves of my voice otherwise it's a whole barry white thing and and it's just terrible well and i don't want our email to be all filled up with tremendous fan mail about how you know oh you're so great I you know I don't understand now it's going to be exactly opposite of that.
1: <laughs> I like what you did there. I like where <laughs> you went with that. But yeah, it's a, you know the really deep. Yeah, let's get it on. And uh, I I couldn't
0: even make up good fake things to say about me. <laughs> I couldn't
1: even. Make up. That's how I know we're fucked. And you live in twenty twenty. when you can't even make up good fake nice things to say about yourself. Hey, you, a-
0: you tested negative for COVID. <laughs> Only time I'm gonna bring up COVID, but.
1: It's a, a, it's a somebody,
0: positive, and I don't have a lot. So
1: <laughs> I, Somebody's like, well, you know, I was in an activity once, and they're like, well, say something nice about yourself. And I'm like, um, I try not to breathe as much air as everybody else.
0: <laughs> I believe my carbon footprint is only slightly larger than <laughs> most people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> my I, carbon I, footprint. I eat lots of those methane producing cows. I'm doing my part. <laughs> I'm
1: doing my part. <laughs> there you go. I like it.
0: Yeah. I, you know, so yeah, he's a dick because he called me out on being a dick. So <laughs> there's our first. My friend's a double dick.
1: It's the double dicking. I'm the yeah. dick and he's a dick too.
0: Yeah. <sighs> okay. And here's why.
1: So that's a podcast extra Oh, there it is. Yeah, just fish him out. There we go. For those of you that don't know, for the riveting radio we have going on here, a fly just flew into Adam's Beverage, as but it was only it. into the foam. He chucked it out and, you know, as want to do. I would do the same thing. I would just chuck it out, and now look at that fly. He's actually on the floor, like...
0: Oh, he's wobbling around? Holy
1: Christ. He's having a great day. <coughs> anyway, so that Sorry. was our... I, <laughs> my, my I friend coughed is a little bit there. My friend there. is a dick, and here's why. I
0: muted the wrong mic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he muted my mic instead of his. Now
0: what? there's just going to have to be a segment. Adam's a dick, and here's why: he doesn't mute the mic when he coughs.
1: <laughs> As a matter of fact, I he turned his up. And I saw the slider go. He he, you know, he he went from turtle to rabbit on his slider.
0: Yeah, and yeah, yeah, that wasn't great. What a what an executive producer I am. <laughs>
1: It's only episode ten. We'll be okay.
0: Yeah, we're still working the bugs out, <laughs> literally, of our beer. <laughs>
1: literally, way to tie that in. So here's another thing I want to say. Um, episode nine, which is one of our quick trips here in the PNA Podcast Express, our quick trip. One of the big feedback things I get is the fact that it listed as being over an hour long. It is not. It is only like twenty three minutes. If
0: you'll notice, episode. Eight and episode nine are, are the, exactly same the same length. And yes. It's because I left a little tiny <laughs> clip of audio at the 102 mark. I just had to shame you publicly well, on this one. I, I, a friend of mine who actually, the software we use, he yes. actually works for the company that produces it mm-hmm. and uh, he's great for technical support. Also a listener, unfortunately for him. Um, <laughs> Sorry for your luck. Yeah, we uh, our condolences to your time. But he uh, he brought that up to me and he, had, he he threw out a couple of reasons. I'm like, no, it's because I'm an idiot.
1: It's because yeah, it was my own <laughs> ignorance. I mean, yeah. it's okay. It won't happen again. And if it no. does, we're sorry in advance.
0: Yeah, well, you can when we stop talking. You have permission to just stop.
1: And you can turn us off at any time. I mean, we're we're
0: understand. not tool. We're not going to put like some cool snippet at the end. That's right. You know that
1: you have to wait 33 minutes for like in, like post credit scenes. Right. Like, you know what? Fuck you if you want to do a post credit scene.
0: Yeah, the movie's over. I just want to get out of there. My popcorn's gone. My, that's right. My pop is at the bottom of the... You know, I'm making the noise when I suck it through the straw to try and get some <sighs> extra pop. and.
1: Nobody's having a good time at this point. So it's just time to get the fuck up and get the hell out of the theater. Boy, I, I, try, I need to watch my F-bombs this week. I'm, I think that's about six or seven of them for me. Normally I try to adhere to about three to five a show.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't have the counter going or anything. So.
1: No, I have my, my mental counter going.
0: I, I have a... My phone's going off. But but you're
1: rocking out. Yeah. I like it.
0: Do you recognize the song? It's Shine Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it starts out pick up, pick up, pick up the phone. Yeah. So it's. That's it's, a, an,
1: it's an intelligence ringtone then.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's reminding me that that's what <laughs> I'm supposed to do when that song plays. It's
1: kind of like when I finally lose it, which will happen at some point in my life and lose my, my wits about me, my scruples, my marbles. That's, those are the little instructions you're, I'm going to need. Yeah, you know, like little things that are are intelligent to tell me exactly what I need to do. Like when I walk up to the microwave, it'll be like, "Put on forty five seconds." Yeah, then it'll be like, "Insert spam."
0: Okay, you know what would be useful, huh? Is if you, you know, you're cooking something in the microwave. You pull out the package. You get it on a plate or whatever. You cover it with the paper towel if you need to. And then you put it in the microwave, and then you have to walk over to the garbage to get the package to see how long you're supposed I've to cook I've done it that for.
1: so many times. Why
0: not create like an art piece above your microwave that where you take a frame and you put all the different things that you cook frequently, all the instructions in that, but in like a really nice art deco way.
1: Make it look all fancy. Yeah, like, like
0: yeah. I'm, I'm talking a nice frame. Like you people
1: know. will walk in and be like, ooh, that's yeah. interesting art. You yeah. Know?
0: Who is oh, the artist? What is, what is that? Oh, well, the artist is Chef RD.
1: And also Fat Phil.
0: Yes. So, I mean, doesn't that seem like it would make sense? It works at Pizza Hut and Taco <laughs> Bell. <laughs> Once again, yeah, we're reverting back to your Pizza days. Yeah, they, have, they literally
1: have instructions. Also, full circle, where I work, every single station for producing the different products, we have work instructions there. And we take pictures and we say the various steps and everything. Yep. So I'm, I'm down with this. We laminate them. Um, I have to sign as an engineer, I actually have to sign off on them, which really? is weird.
0: Well, you could do that at home, I have to too. well I
1: have to approve it so so maybe you could I could sign off on my one at home too.
0: if you think this is a product that we should pursue and sell, <laughs> you could send us a list of your favorite things to microwave right to uh, the pablo Noel alpha podcast express. I almost pulled a U you
1: there I know you did I saw it at
0: gmail.com. I don't think we've ever gotten through the whole email without stopping in the middle to have to say something. So it's P-N-A-Podcast express at gmail.com. There you go. So, yeah, it, if, uh, if you want us to produce this item yeah. and eventually put it on our online store where you can buy things like uh, the dead fly that flew into my beer.
1: That reminds me, I have an announcement. We have a social media page, by the way, on Facebook. We do. p Podcast Express on Facebook. Look us up. Look us up on Spotify or iTunes. We never say that on the podcast. No, we don't. We're on Spotify and iTunes, so please look us up there. My announcement is, coming soon, merchandise. Yes.
0: Merchandising, merchandising, merchandise.:,
1: We've come full circle, folks. We're at episode 10. It's time for us to have some merchandise out there. It's not going to be exciting merchandise, but it's things that we think our listeners will appreciate.
0: Things like... Fingerless gloves. Yes, hobo and, gloves and canned beans
1: and spam and spam. Basically, with a sticker with our logo on it.
0: Yeah, we, we might have to give away. Don't you
1: a, love that Christmas time when you get products from people and like businesses and they just take a product and they put their own sticker on it for like a yeah yeah promotional item. Go ahead. Sorry, I
0: cut no, you. No, I, like somebody goes out to the Dollar Tree and buys you know a hundred different calendars. Yeah. So you're going to get a kit and calendar with like you know. Business X on it. Right. You know, at least like the Chinese restaurants, they give you like the really cool Chinese Zodiac calendars that are big and they're cardboard on the outsides and they're they're all festive looking.
1: So here we go. We're at another milestone for me. We are nine days away from the new year. I have yet to receive a 2021 calendar. Even at work, they have not given us 2021 calendars. Last year, they gave us a huge stack in like mid-December.
0: There might be a calendar shortage. Who knows? But I, I... I don't use a real calendar anymore.
1: Yeah, you know, you know what I like to do with calendars? Give them to people because a lot of people I know, I don't have many friends, and this is well advertised here. I think I really only have three people I consider friends and only one of them considers me to be their friend. So, so here's the problem. And he landed my beer. Yeah, and, uh, So I like to give them away to like, my family members. and a lot of, I have a lot of older acquaintances. For some reason, I'm that guy that knows just a lot of people 20, 30, 40 years older than me. And they love calendars. Like, if you give a 75-year-old a calendar, they think that's the greatest thing ever. Oh, yeah.
0: They're going to... And if if you gave them a calendar from 2019, they'd be like, well, I was wondering what Thursday was, the 25th, you know, in 2019. I'm going to keep that. (laughs) (laughs) I got a use for that. Put it in the pile. Trust me. When my grandfather passed away,
1: I found all these things that he had kept for years and years for such said purpose. Like, you know, ugh. I I found news articles that had no bearing on anything. He just decided it might be interesting to keep.
0: So years ago, I used to do computer service mm-hmm. for like people who bought machines at Best Buy or or at you know because the Geek dell. Squad com. would come through. Well, it was, really wasn't a Geek Squad then. So you were the geek. I, I was the geek, but I uh, you know sometimes I was in businesses. Sometimes I'd have to go to people's homes. Usually the homes I went to were older people because. When the words extended warranty come out, they're all like, oh, you know. Tell us more. Yeah. I, you mean I don't have to work on it myself? Let's go. Let's <laughs> sign me up. So I'd go to these old people's houses, and literally I was at an old guy's house, and his laptop stand was a stack of newspapers. So I, I lifted up the laptop because I had to see what year you were from. And keep in mind, this is like late 90s. Right. Right around two thousand. I lift up the laptop, and the top paper was 1985. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. then I thought, I mean, this is a a significant stack it, of papers. Did it
1: say Bears win Super Bowl on the? No, this oh. was like
0: a local paper, oh, okay. so they were not thick. Okay. And it was all the same, all the same paper stacked up. Now he had stacks of newspapers, you know. Anywhere from Detroit Newses, he had Chicago Sun-Times in there. I was really quite amazed. He was a well-read what is the, gentleman. What is
1: the fetish with people keeping newspapers, too? Because, you know, I used to go into a lot of senior citizens' homes because I worked for a medical supply uh, delivery company. And I, there's three things that I could guarantee you walking into old people's homes. One, they'd have a, a lot of times, I would say 60% of the time, they'd have a stack of newspapers somewhere, randomly. Another, I would say, 70 to 75% of the time, if you happen to open their refrigerator, there would be applesauce in the refrigerator.
0: Yes. This
1: one is the big one. If you were in their home locally here between 11 a.m. and noon and the TV was on, 90% of the time it'd be the prices right.
0: At all times of the day, it seems. But yeah. you're, you're forgetting one key component that I found in nearly every... Elderly person's home. And is that it is, that little
1: pill thing that has Monday through? Fr- Monday well, that's through a given. Sunday that's a hundred percent. You're not
0: going in. Okay. No, I mean hell, it's in my house. Um, <laughs> I knew it. So, they uh, the one thing though is like a TV guide with the crossword puzzle half oh, done. Oh yeah, and and they stick the pen like in the top on the pages. And you know who's on the cover? Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez or Pat Sajak? Yeah,
1: Pat Sajak's on the cover with Vanna.
0: Pat Sajak's a really nice guy, I must say. <laughs>
1: I didn't know he was an Army veteran.
0: Really? How did he make What did he do in the Army?
1: I don't know. Probably not Dick because he doesn't do anything on that show.
0: It had to be something. You like know, an, let's
1: face it. Vanna does all the work on that show.
0: Oh, yeah. Pat's just there to have the comb over and the uh, occasional quip.
1: Oh, the snarky comment, too. Yeah. He lo- and you know what? If anybody fucks with that wheel, he just there. I go. Sorry. If anybody messes with that wheel, he just goes ballistic. Have you ever noticed that when it's out of turn? Yeah. Yeah. Whoop 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 whoop. Yeah, whoop. Yeah.
0: Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. And then he'll turn it to like you know. Yeah. Uh, for this spin, it's got to be on seven hundred. Why, Pat? <laughs> oh, I don't have a reason, but it's got to be there.
1: <laughs> Maybe he's a senile son of a bitch that we just <laughs> don't even know it.
0: <laughs> you know, someday we're gonna lose him, and him and uh, Alex Trebek are gonna have a super show.
1: Yeah, in heaven. In the afterlife, yeah. Yeah, the afterlife. Sorry, heaven. I don't know. I don't believe in such things, but it's comforting for our listeners and people out there if I actually say faint that I believe in heaven. I mean Isn't in the this afterlife? heaven?
0: I mean, we we have we
1: have beverages. We're talking to no one in particular.
0: Yeah. Probably no one. Actually,
1: you and I just do this and we entertain ourselves. So, honestly, we had a conversation before we started recording, and I was so pissed because I'm like why do we do this? Adam and I sit here 15 minutes to a half hour before we start to record, and we have a conversation we just should have recorded for the podcast.
0: And we, we really we don't recycle any of that no. because it wouldn't be organic it's gone. then.
1: Once it's in the ether, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. One, once
0: it comes out of our mouth, we forget about it.
1: One of the things w- that I like to do about this show is make sure that it's organic. Honestly, there are no notes in front of us. We don't do any pre-production. As a matter of fact, when Adam has ideas, such as the spam one that was sent in, I tell him not to tell you. Yeah, I, I, don't,
0: I don't tell him. And I swear to God, I don't think about it beforehand. Oh, I, I, the show? No. Oh. I, well, the, the, I don't think about any of our subject matter. No. Like when somebody no. sends me something and they're like, hey, you should talk about this. I put a little mental note with one word. Yeah. And then I don't think about it because it would, it would ruin it.
1: Just says Rosebud.
0: No, I don't, think, I don't think I've ever put that in my notepad.
1: You know, the problem with Rosebud is here, I'm going to go on a Citizen Kane rant right now. <laughs>
0: That'll be entertaining.
1: So, Citizen Kane is regarded as one of the best cinematic movies ever to be produced and written. Never seen it. It is good. When it came out, do you know what the hoopla about that was? Because, uh, spoiler alert, sorry, spoiler alert, even though this movie is 78, (laughs) almost 80 years old. (laughs) There's going to be somebody sent us Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Uh, I was going to watch that this weekend. Rosebud is his sled. Rosebud is his sled. But a lot of times, a lot of people when it first came out thought that in particular... It was pertaining to his significant other's vagina, believe it or not. That was the, that was the big ruckus back in the 40s when it came out.
0: Well, Actually, you know, those people, those people didn't have a whole lot to do. They didn't have the internet to go out. <laughs> and...
1: They didn't. They had no idea. They just saw this story, and they thought to themselves, this has to be Rosebud. This guy is on his deathbed, and he's talking about Rosebud. And that is 1941, by the way. Just to, just, I, rem, I remember that. I'm like It was written and produced in the 30s, made in the 30s, released in 1941. Citizen Kane, um, Orson Welles. Well, Orson, that's because all,
0: they had to wait so long to release it because all the CGI they had to do in it.
1: Right. Uh, Mankiewicz, Herman Mankiewicz um, wrote it, and he was a tremendous alcoholic. This guy was such an alcoholic that uh, he injured himself in a car crash while they were in writing of the movie, and they put him away. Uh, in a, a, a rehab home, uh, like a little one-off thing, out in the middle of nowhere with no alcohol, just to try to get him to to write the movie quicker, more quickly to get it out. Because at the time, Orson Welles was given um, carte blanche to write and release anything he wanted, and they thought at the time when he wrote uh, the script, when Mankiewicz wrote the script, they're like, this movie's going to be terrible. Orson Welles, we shouldn't have given him all this latitude. And lo and behold, goes on to be regarded as probably one of the greatest cinematic uh, movies ever released. So just a little bit about Citizen Kane. But Rosebud is the sled. A lot of people thought perhaps it was his significant other's vagina.
0: How did we get here?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much still a hobo living on the rails, but I don't know where that train went. Hobos love the movie Citizen Kane. I'm sure they do. They, they really do. They watch the uh, the moving picture show on their. Uh, they hang up. They they get out the handkerchief and hang right. it up on a on a stick and. And the beauty is, it's, it in, it's in
1: black and white. So you know what? Who gives a f if it's in high definition? If it's in black nice and white, nice cover. Yeah. Thank you. I'm trying, folks. I'm trying.
0: Well, black and white is kind of the high def of. That's the original.
1: Ago. Black and white's the original high definition. But if you haven't seen Citizen Kane, you should watch Citizen Kane. I would. You know what? I would say that Citizen Kane, if you collectively took every Nicolas Cage movie and added up the amount of greatness of each of them, so you know, like 10, 15, 20% for each one, Citizen Kane is still better as a single movie collectively than every single Nicolas Cage joint. So
0: it's like a negative five. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. You know, negative. the hard time I have with watching those movies is like the vernacular that they nah, use. Yeah, you see, you know. ya, coppers? Hey Martha, you've really, really got me vexed. you know <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs>
1: what What the shit is that even supposed to mean?
0: I'm really vexed over here: oh, I'm
1: vexed, You got me a, you got me Twitter painted over here.
0: Yeah, Twitter painted, I'm vexed.
1: <laughs> By the way, a lot of if here's Phil's pro tip if you want to uh, if you want to like if you're interested in a lady. And uh, you want to use some vernacular that sometimes, you know, 80% of the time it impresses, just say, you've got me all Twitter-pated. Women seem to like that when I'm trying to pick them up. Yeah. Well,
0: then now they're just going to pick up their phone and go, you tweet? Yeah. <laughs> you tweet. What, what'd you tweet about? <laughs> Did you tweet about me? Did you take a picture?
1: <sighs> yeah, it's impossible. That's why I've hopped out of the dating pool this day and age.
0: We are a long ways from where we started, my friend.
1: Let's talk about hobos some more.
0: Well, what else is there to say? I mean, they're they're versatile. They they just they just go and and work on the road. They they get what they need. They take what they want. They don't make excuses. Right. So, interesting. Interesting fact. Go ahead. You've heard the. Uh, I, I'm sure. Well, I'm dating myself here, but you've you've heard the White Snake song. Here I go again.
1: On my own. Yes. Where they
0: talk about. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember the actual words to the song now that I thought of the alternate well, here version.
1: here I go again on my own, going down the only road I've ever known. Like a, like drifter, a drifter, I was born okay. to walk so, alone. And
0: the original version mm-hmm. by Whitesnake that they did of that song, uh, Drifter was replaced by Hobo. Oh, really? Yeah. but like it just did Yeah, it like It didn't hit the same. It just did not hit the You know, because the there's same.
1: not enough syllables in hobo.
0: No. So, well, they're shorter syllables. Right. Hobo, hobo, drifter. Same. You're right. But so same longer. syllable
1: count. I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable there. I'm yes. Sorry.
0: But it, it, what's interesting is, but drifter just sounds cooler, though. It does. And go out and and find that song. It's hard to find the original <laughs> ah, with but, hobo. Yeah, but seriously, it's like a totally different song. Okay. It, it's before they hit it big. Before they had somebody good producing their music. Um, so, you know, just everything about it, you're like. How did this band become famous?
1: Welcome to the PA Express Podcast, or Podcast Express. We can go talk from talking about Citizen Kane to White Snake in an instant. Yeah,
0: yeah at the, at the drop of a hat. <laughs> so, you know, I believe hobo's are a vital portion of our society. I think they serve a purpose. Who else is going to burn stuff in barrels along the uh along the railway? And
1: imagine baked bean sales if there weren't hobo's. I mean, Hobos account for 33% of all Bush's baked bean sales in the United States.
0: I'm pretty sure that's made up, but we're going to go with that. For <laughs> the purpose of this podcast, that is a valid um, a valid statement. Oh. <laughs> oh, I, I want to
1: talk more about Citizen Kane, but I don't think that's going to hit very well. That's not quality content.
0: No, that might put this down at the lower half of the... Uh...
1: <clears throat> My dream was about that movie last night, which is why it kind of...
0: Oh. Yeah. You, you said dream. Yeah. So I had a really screwed up dream. The okay, l- the go other night. on. You were involved. Oh, ho, ho, ho. shit. So, I
1: guarantee it's screwed up then.
0: So our bowling team shows up to bowl, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, the proprietor of the place says, Hey, there, there's no bowling tonight. We're still shut down. I'm like, You know, oh, that sucks. And he says, Well, if you guys really want to bowl, I know a guy who's got a two lane bowling alley in his basement. Go on. And we're like, well, yes, we want to bowl, <laughs> and uh, so we go, and, and he shows us where it's at, and we go, he's like, it's it's in the basement, they had a really big, nice, finished pole barn, and he's like, it's downstairs of the pole barn, and we're like, oh, cool, you know, so he just leaves a- after he shows us that, he's like, I gotta take off, and he leaves. Right. So we bowl a few games, we have a good time, we decide that... Uh, And he tells us who who owns the place and and you seem to know them and Eddie seemed to know them. And we're like, okay, so you know, you guys were both kind of shocked that they own this place. And right. So we go to leave and they did not own that place. (laughs) Um, So we were squatters, bowling. We were squatters and they had a big party going on in their in their pole barn that we were in. So we come upstairs, we're just like frozen, right? So we sneak out a back door and we're trying to find our cars, because we can't find our car. That we all came Isn't there that in.
1: every dream you have? It ends up like, I can't find the way with I, I came to this uh, arrival of this place I'm Yes. Yeah,
0: so we get split up and we all end up in their house, which made things 100 times worse because their kids are in there and their kids are kind of freaking out. And the parents come in from the party and we're still in the house for some reason. We're hiding in the house.
1: This sounds like a terrible plot line to friends.
0: Yeah. It, it really, you know, yeah. th- this could be a really awful. Movie, not Citizen Kane. No, this, you know more.
1: The, this is the anti-Citizen Kane,
0: starring uh, Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Cage, Richard Gere, and Mariah Carey. Um, so, but oh, and uh, uh, of course,
1: musical score done by Cardi B.
0: <laughs> so it, it was really just one of those weird things. And then the dream just ended. We never got out of the house. I don't we're think Still I,
1: there. So in your dreams, we're still there. We're
0: still there. I'm, I'm waiting for the second dream to come along. Okay to where we can get out.
1: I forget what my dreams were last night. One was about Citizen Kane. <clears throat> I do love that movie.
0: Yeah, I've never seen it. Is,
1: am I a weirdo because I like a movie from 1941? Probably. Really, Citizen Kane doesn't have a lot of substance to it, but for some reason it just speaks to me. Because artistically, it's well put together.
0: Yeah, and, and see, I just don't... Being a modern man, I don't, yeah. I don't appreciate the the uh, I appreciate that what they did with what they had,
1: right? But That's back when they did the effects, like uh, they wanted lightning, they wanted thunder, so they get a sheet of of like thin steel, right? And, like, and just you know. yeah.
0: Um, but I, you know, so I appreciate they, they worked with what they had. But isn't kind of every movie from the forties the same? Yeah, they're all Citizen Kane. I mean, there's people that are vexed. There's people that are twitter You know, they're
1: and they're all running for the coppers.
0: Yeah, so they're all the same. So, I just have a hard time getting into that type of stuff. But I'm
1: big into that 40s scene. Like, 30s and 40s scenes, like, I love, like, all of the, the mobster and gang type stuff. And you love like the that. fellas
0: and the dames.
1: I do. Back when they call women broads. Yeah. Which, by the way, one of my buddies, Jason, he still calls, he's from New York. Did I say Kansas? I meant New York. <clears throat> I love this guy. He's a listener, loves Pop Tarts. He's the one that called me Pop Tart. He still calls women broads, and I love it. He's like, oh, let's go pick up some broads. And I'm like, I like the way you talk.
0: <laughs> you had me at broad. That's right. I like my broads broad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, you know. Maybe that's why he's still trying to pick up broads. <laughs> he, well, he's actually
1: happily married. No, oh, okay. Well. So, but it's still, like, let's go look. Actually, he would never say pick up broads. He'd, let's go look at some broads. Because, you know, just because you're on a diet doesn't mean you can't look at the menu.
0: Right. I can respect that. We were both
1: married at the time.
0: I can respect that.
1: He's the one I ended up at the strip club with the one night, telling my ex-wife that I was still at work, and he, of course, was telling his ex-wife he was still at work, and we had to corroborate each other's stories, because we worked at the same place.
0: Oh, well. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert for my buddy in Philadelphia out there. Turn that down if you're listening
0: to it with your wife. Maybe we'll go back and inject that in. We'll, we'll lower the volume on your voice and be like, this is a spot that where Phil talks about things he shouldn't.
1: Actually, I think he told his wife he was there. I didn't tell my wife I was there. Well, wife at the time. It's probably why I'm divorced now, now that I think about it.
0: Yeah, that kind of thing could cause that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just a strip club. I mean, yeah, it's big, dumb fun for everyone. I mean, strip clubs, who basically, when it comes to a strip club, are there any losers
0: my wallet, usually. Oh, yeah, but, you know, obviously. I've actually only been to a few my entire existence, but... <sighs> I've been to quite a few. But,
1: yes, your wallet. But I'm also, you know me, I'm pretty frugal with my money, so it's much like a casino. I'll walk in with a set amount that I'm going to spend, and once yeah. that's gone, you know, I'm sitting at the rail sipping, not at the tip rail, I'm sitting at the bar watching from afar because I'm no longer at the tip rail sipping on the Coke that I bought right. an hour and a half ago, you know? Right.
0: Yeah, I, I was... I think the first strip club I went to was when I was in a band and we ended up at one with our with the other guitar player in the band for his bachelor party. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, to me it's just kind of like, ah, go to the car lot. You ain't got any money to buy anything. So right. <laughs> you're going home in the same old car you you're in. You're so just it's,
1: kicking the tires, essentially. Yeah,
0: so it, it never made a whole lot of sense to me. Kicking the tires. Not, not that it isn't fun to go and, and look at, but, you know, it, it was just one of those things that... You yeah,
1: kicking the tires, looking at your reflection and hubcaps, things like that. That's what you go to a strip club for.
0: Yeah, maybe it's because I grew up with the internet. <laughs> you know. Them internets. Yeah. So you know for the most part I grew up with the internet.
1: Yeah, I've got lots of stories about that too. Actually I had a story I wanted to tell tonight, but um hey, we're getting late in the evening here, I feel like. We, we should are. save we're... that for another podcast. We've had a lot of great content. For those of you here's the recap. This is one thing I want to start doing just because, for my own mental dexterity. We talked about hobos, spam, spam, which led to hobos, which led to trailer park dinners, which led to hobos, which led to me going on a rant, you announcing both you and your friend are a dick. Yeah. And then from there...
0: Our first double dicking.
1: Our first double dickin. yep. It's a a milestone here on the... uh, the PNA Podcast Express, our first double dicking. And we also then, I talked about Citizen Kane. Is that really how it went? And then from Citizen Kane to White Snake to Strip Clubs. Well, I can see the White Snake to Strip Clubs.
0: Well, the the White Snake was tied in with the hobos. Okay. You know, really, it's kind of like trying to, uh, you ever see one of those Tree of Life cutouts where it's got all the roots that are entangled? Right, yeah. Really, recapping our show is kind of like that.
1: Yeah, I'm still confused about it all.
0: Yeah. Well, our show is about... Confusion. If you if you had to come up with a subject, maybe I should change that in the uh, Phil on the Colli- iTunes. Phil
1: Collins loves it.
0: <laughs> Just because it's in the land of confusion. Yeah, exactly. You know,
1: I mean, if Phil Collins can drum and sing, I can do it too.
0: I do want to bring up one thing here before we end. We are nearing the 500 listeners downloads. Downloads. You know which, which for the amount of time we've been doing this, and you look at podcasts, it's amazing that we've reached that number. So I want to I be want at to 5, thank 000, though. But if people don't start listening at a higher clip, I am threatening that we will make this a video podcast. Nobody wants Nobody that. Wants Whoa, that. no one wants Nobody that. Nobody wants that. So listen. I
1: guarantee. Listen, and like a pyramid. Listen I while mean, it's safe. I mean, if ladies can be conned into selling makeup and stretchy pants, you can tell other people about listening to our podcast.
0: If, if you have If you and 10 friends want to lose weight, Listen to our podcast. You'll be, a, you'll I'm be pretty so appalled sure, you won't want to eat. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it causes loss of appetite. Yeah. Possibly loss of hair. Blurred vision. Blurred vision. Yeah. Um, so, you know.
1: Erectile dysfunction.
0: Yeah. If you happen to have an erection for more than four hours, please visit a doctor.
1: No, just listen to our podcast.
0: Or listen to episode two. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, beat your, that'll beat your <laughs> erection. Drink and eat green bean casserole.
1: Ugh. The worst. <laughs> you know, I might have to put together, I am a, I, I'm also amongst the many hats I wear, I'm also a bartender and mixologist. Maybe I'll try to recreate a green bean casserole shot.
0: Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I don't know what you'd put in it, but it know. would be awful.
1: So by deduction, most things that are great in life and you make them into a shot are fantastic.
0: Unless it contains <clears throat> ouzo. <laughs> You know, I I I've had my fair share of shots of ouzo and I'm not a fan.
1: You the Greek in you doesn't care for it?
0: No. No. Nope. I uh I'm not a huge fan of black licorice, but ouzo is like black licorice to the extreme. That's like yeah, that's like that's like how things
1: that are banana flavored taste way more banana than any banana I've ever had.
0: Yeah. 99 bananas really does taste like 99 bananas. <laughs> And I'm yeah, not sure I want 99 bananas. I only wanted 50. Yeah. I wanted like 25 tops. Oh, yeah. So, a lot of peels there. Yeah. And then... A lot
1: of cartoons uh, sliding off of cliffs.
0: The O'Doyles are in for it. <laughs> That's right. O'Doyle
1: <laughs> rules. Let's wrap this thing up. How do we do that?
0: How do we put a nice bow on it for Christmas?
1: <sighs> hey, if you're looking for an interesting present to get for somebody...
0: That buy can cost a, you anything.
1: Buy a can of Spam... Oh, well, spam and put a does. bow on it, and then tell them to listen to our podcast. Yeah, so it's like a twofer. So basically, we are the stocking stuffer, and the spam is the present. Or you can actually stuff your unit into a stocking and present her with that.
0: Nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you've ever seen the uh, Justin Timberlake uh, Lonely Box? Island, yes. Yeah. You could do that with a stocking, and everybody's happy.
1: Yeah. I, well, I mean, your parents might not care for it too much. And well, don't have them
0: reach too, but... in the stocking. <laughs>
1: That's right. But Be like, this is not for you. The stocking. Yeah. This, Clearly, this stocking is hung with care.
0: Yeah. Clearly, put the intended person's name on it. <laughs> and I, I don't want to see one with a dog name and any peanut butter involved, Here, Fido. Either. Who likes the Skippy <laughs> peanut butter? <laughs> it's creamy. <laughs>
1: Anyway, you've been listening to the PNA Podcast Express. Go ahead and email us your thoughts, quips, queries, criticisms, anything at Pablo Noel Alpha Podcast Express at Gmail.com.
0: We got through it without interrupting you. I had to put a little pause
1: in there. That's PNA Podcast Express at gmail.com. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. What's your final thought, Adam?
0: Hey. Merry Christmas to everybody. If you don't celebrate Christmas, happy holidays. Yeah, Do your thing the best you can this this year, and uh, I hope it uh, turns out well for everybody.
1: My final thought is, yes, happy holidays. Do something nice for just one person. Listen to our podcast and make good choices.